What's on, guys? Been a minute. Been gone for a minute. But we're back. Boom. Hey, welcome back again to the Cut Light and Smoke podcast presented by Zeal Cigars. ZealCigars.com, your number one place to find your cigar needs on the internet. And today we are smoking what could be, possibly be, excellently be, the next Dark Prince. So, JB, what do you think about that? We're just in it. We just lit it up. We just lit it up. So it's a very long, dark. Uh, this is probably a Churchill. I'd say this is a Churchill. Wouldn't you agree? Um, what I was looking to say, it was like a 7 by 56 or something like that, I uh, think. Let me see real quick. On, uh, this is on the wrapper here. This is a, uh, it's actually a 6.5 by 56. Okay. So 6.5 by 56. I think that's uh, considered a sublime. Sublime. Yeah, a little longer than a sublime, I think. Um, but <laughs> I'll, I'll say this. Uh the Dark Prince was one of our most famous house brands of old, uh, which was essentially done blending. It's, it's a, it wasn't a regular production. It was something we got a lot of cigars of uh, a long time ago, and we've been looking for a replacement ever since. And uh, this manufacturer, you know, again, who makes the sanitarium, uh, went ahead and sent us this as a test blend to see if we think this would be our, uh, our replacement for the Dark Prince. So... Uh, we're not sure what the new design is going to be on this and everything like that. We don't know if this is going to be it because we just started smoking it. But what's your impression of this cigar as you're getting into it? Uh, it's definitely full-bodied. I mean, it's supposed to be a double Lajero with some Ometepe filler. And we kind of went over Ometepe. It's a little uh, – we we were kind of wrong a little bit about it, but it's a little island in Nicaragua on a fresh on a freshwater lake right, where right. two volcanoes – make up each end of the island and the tobacco is basically grown in the valley in the middle of the two volcanoes in exactly. this island. Exactly. And um I will so say unique tobacco. Very unique. And I will say this about the cigar just that from the jump, uh it's strong. Mm-hmm. It's a strong, spicy cigar. Uh the peppers in the nose very, very nicely. Um it does have some good notes of like cocoa, um uh, like dark wa- dark wood. It's got no I have no nuttiness whatsoever. Uh, dark cocoa wooden pepper so far. That's what I got so far. But again, I'm not even in, I'm not even barely into the cigar. I've probably taken maybe four or five different puffs off it. But, uh, according to my triple puff accurate palette, I'm going to tell you right now, it's a strong contender for what I think it should be. Uh, it's very, very I think good. It's a strong cigar. Yeah. Just off rip already. It really is. So this is a double Lajero. We are looking into a triple Lajero as well. So <laughs> that's going to be fun. So we're looking forward to seeing what that's up, what's that about. So, uh, again, so, uh, we're gonna be talking about some things and today's podcast will cover, uh, the top five things that we get asked on social media about, uh, between Justin and I, I've looked through our social media in the last couple of years. And uh, I've compiled a list for him and I compiled a list for me. And we're going to be asking each other these questions that you guys have sent us on social media. And so we're going to kind of go through this. Uh, again, we're back here working. And since Carrie is still at home, she's recovering from uh, uh, some some hosp- hospital stuff she's going through. So uh, we're, you know, in all honesty, we're it. So if, if the bell rings, we're going to go up front. So we're trying to get as much stuff as done as we can today. We already packed everything out. And we're excited. Uh, to get into it, but it is about, oh, let's say almost two o'clock. So, holy, sh- yeah, I can't believe oh that. So, we've uh, we, we've done our due diligence for today and now we're trying to do more. So, uh, with that said, uh, well, let's just jump right into it. So, these are the top five questions that the audience has asked us, both through YouTube, through 
Instagram, TikTok, everything else like that. And we've kind of, I've kind of compiled them into five questions for you, five questions for me. And I'll start off asking you the question because we tried starting this podcast like three times yesterday and we just couldn't get through it, you know, to be quite honest. So both of us also came in kind of a bad mood. So my dog's all hurt and I'm thinking I got to put him down. Uh, you're, you know, you got some, you got some, just, I don't know, you were in a bad mood too when you walked in. So we're going to try to be, we're going to try to be uh, as, as positive as we possibly can be on this, but we want to keep it real with you. Uh, we're human beings just like you, and sometimes we have bad days, but it doesn't stop the work that we have to do. So as a result of that, I want to I want to go ahead and get into this and ask the first question to you. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Uh, the first question I have is, uh, it says, Bradley talks about God all the time. I don't think I talk about God all the time, but I do. Uh, but uh, what do you think first about what Bradley believes, and then what do you personally believe about God? So that's one of the questions out there. I'll let you respond. Yeah, so, man— after coming to this now for like the third time trying to trying to go through this it's interesting now like thinking it through um first off uh as far as what what Bradley believes I, w- I would imagine there's gonna be things that we probably will have some like disagreements on mm-hmm. um sure you're going to have not everybody's gonna believe exactly everything the same way that you believe uh when you um, do it's a cult just so you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah so um but I think I think what people are asking, you know, for that is number one is uh, are you genuine in, in who you are? Yes. Uh, do I um, do I feel that you believe what you preach? Yes. Um, you, you're talking about me? Yeah, yeah. Because it says, sure. "What do okay. I think about what you okay. believe?" Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And okay. I would say that you you are pretty true to who you portray as far as what you believe, right? Okay. Like, okay. Like that's a weird question for me to ask, right? It's kind of a loaded one because like it is a loaded question. So yeah, because yeah, yeah. it's like you, you know, unless I was like a completely different religious view, or or, or I, w- I would consider myself a Christian. At, at, you know, I'm not a not a great Christian, but I'm a I would say I'm a Christian. Um, if I was a different like belief completely, or or like um, a different type of theology True. that I that I went by maybe we would have a different disagreement there but yeah i don't Mm -hmm. i'm not sure exactly what people were looking for there but i i think that uh i think that you're a firm believer i think that you believe in uh in in a lot of the same things that i believe in and and i think one of the one of the curiosities behind that if i'm if i'm hitting it right is that people want to know how much pressure that you feel working with a guy like me that is so spiritual or brings things back to Jesus all the time is, do you feel like there's an undue pressure put on you? And I, I mean, just say what you want, man. You're, you're yeah. jo- you know, your job's not in danger at all. Cause you're more valuable to me than most people here. So, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. So, I mean, what you, you, you respond to that, however you want to respond to it. Um, no, no. I mean, it, you kind of said something about this yesterday where you were kind of like, well, I do kind of have an agenda and, and, but it's not like, you're not coming in every single day trying to figure out like, how do I get Justin to show up at church on Sunday? Yeah. You know what I mean? But you are who you are is kind of like a, you know, I I have like a, not, yeah, like not, not necessarily a disciple, but you are like a disciple of Christ. Like you you want to spread love, you want to spread the word and you want people to feel the love and the joy that that you get from that. I want to bless people so much that they ask me why I'm blessing them. Yeah. So they end up going, why, why, why are you so different? Why have you, why, why are you, what's changed you over your life? And I can point back to Jesus about it. Yeah. So it's not something that, 
you know, I have this hidden agenda where I'm trying to politicize Justin or anything else like that or, or religiousize Justin or anything else like that. So, but I do have an agenda to bless people. And, you know, even on bad days, I think we still work pretty good together, you For know, sure. you know, so in, in that regard. So if we didn't, if we didn't work good together, by the way, we definitely be doing a podcast asking these pretty, <laughs> pretty hard questions. Yeah. In my, in my opinion. Um, I think the bigger side of this is, is the second part of that question, which is like, what do I believe? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of a religious mutt or, or a, um, a denominational mutt, I okay. guess you could say. Sure, sure. Um, I grew up around a lot of different religions, and I'll, I'll list them really quickly, and then um, we'll kind of dive into to how that affected me as a kid and kind of where I'm at now. And okay. then um, really sure. quickly, so uh, I grew up, my, my grandma, my mom's side of the family is Jehovah's Witness. Uh, my stepfather was Greek Orthodox. Um, my... Stepmother's family uh, is Seventh-day Adventist, who my stepbrother is a pastor for some churches in Canada um, for Seventh-day Adventist. Um, her brother and father actually were pretty big board members for a big church chain that are all Seventh-day Adventist, ho- or hospitals, sorry, not churches, hospitals. Um, uh, I had babysitters that were, I believe, uh, apostolic or Pentecostal, something along those lines. It was very unique. Um, yeah, Pentecostals are the fun ones. Yeah. yeah, they had some they had some ragers at their barn, let me yeah, tell they- you. <laughs> um, All right. And then uh, on top of that, my grandfather is a pastor uh, who is United Baptist, which, okay. which if you're going down the line from like super liberal religions to like Amish, he's very, fo- like very close, like maybe four or five away from being like on the Amish side. They're very... Very yeah, very conservative, very like for example, they don't they don't pay the pastors. Uh they okay. don't hold church at the same church every weekend. You have to travel to another, you know, fellowship uh in the area oh, uh, the oh, next that's weekend. Interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Um you know, it's one room, it's literally one room churches. You walk in, there's coat racks, bathroom on each side. You walk uh, up a like little step and then there's pews and, a, and an altar and that's it, man. Like huh. there's nothing to it. Sometimes there's a second building where you know, you have a big spread of food after the service. Uh, that was always cool. the best part as a kid. Absolutely. Um, but I want to say two things that go with all of those different different religions, right? Like, think of it this way. Think of it as being like, um, think of being a kid and wanting to learn about airplanes. Mm-hmm. How many different types of airplanes are out there? There's a lot. Yeah, sure. Well, let's let's narrow it down. Let's say you just wanted to learn about fighter jets. Okay. U.S. fighter jets. We'll make it even simpler. Sure, sure. And then somebody just comes in and drops every single manual on every single fighter jet on your table and goes, okay, which fighter jet do you like the best? Mm-hmm. Which one fits you better? Mm-hmm. What fighter jet do you align with? Which which one's cooler, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, there was just a lot of religious data that was dumped on me early as a kid. A lot of beliefs, a lot of different beliefs, a lot of different viewpoints, Um I mean, I had a conversation with my grandma one time where she was like, if you're dying and need blood, I can't give it to you. Uh, is it Joe's witness? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, that affected me in a way, and it made me think negatively about sure. religion, right? So, sure, sure. with that being said, um, I am a believer. Mm-hmm. Um, I have very unique views on um, the church structures right now and um, monetary um, as as far as it goes, um, as far as money goes into the church. Mm-hmm. Um I will say this, out of all the churches that I was in and out of, my grandfather's was the only one I was never forced to go to. Okay. It's the only one that I went to willingly. Okay. He always, he's like, my grandfather's like you, like he would ask like, hey, 
we're going to head up to church this weekend. It's a close church. You want to go with us this weekend? And yeah. sometimes I would go. Sure, sure. A lot of the other ones I was forced to go. Sure, sure. So it wasn't really me exploring a curiosity or wanting to expand my knowledge on something. It was me being somewhere that I was forced to go to. Right. So when I got out of the house, it kind of gave me a little bit of a negative outlook on some of that. True. But I never stopped being a believer. Right, right, um, right. So long story short, I'm not, I don't go to church every Sunday. I haven't, I haven't read through the Bible in probably 10, 15 years, if not more than that. Um but but I but I am a believer and I do um I will say that I have started to look at my life through the values of being a better person and and through the eyes of like a, 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 being a better Christian I would say to be a better person and a lot of that has to do with because of being here mm-hmm. and um getting reconnected with that faith through you and, and there's no way that that's not by design right 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 and there's I, I guess that'd be that'd be true. I, and, and my my goal is just to bless you, bro. And I love you to death. I, I don't think that that's I don't think that that's unknown to you. No. So like when when I say by design, not not by design by you. Meaning right, like right. I was I was blessed enough to be brought into your door right, and, right. and end up where we're at now for that's, a reason. That's fair. That's fair. Um, I think a lot of people wonder what about about our spiritual dialogue yeah. between the two of us. And so there's a lot of spiritual dialogue between Justin and I that happened from. Like our weekend, just so you know, Justin and I don't go to the same church. Uh, I, nope. I don't think I've ever invited you to church, have I? I don't think, uh, you, did I once? You have before. Yeah, um, like, you, you have a couple of times. It's more along the lines of like, hey, I just want you to know that like you're always welcome at my table and you're okay, always yeah. welcome next to me on Sundays. Right, right. Okay. Um, but I don't know if you've ever actually. Right. I think when you started going to the new church, you were like, hey, you want to you want to go check this out one day with me? Yeah. Like on a Sunday? Yeah. Um, but no, there. it's not like a, yeah, not a constant ask or anything like that. Right, right. So I'm not a high pressure guy. It's just not how I operate. Um, but I think it's I think it's important to recognize like, like our dialogue. We, we 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 do have a lot of conversations around stuff. around biblical stuff, around yeah, spirituality around, and God, and yeah. And it's probably because a lot of our friends will ask questions like that, or we have something that happens during the well, weekend. There's so so much going on with the world that right, just right. relates so directly to like. <laughs> <laughs> what the, the book says, dude. The, the end times, right? Yeah. I mean, like, just things that things are kind of crazy. So I think that's a, um, quite frankly, I think it's a, uh, it's a blessing to me. So, um, but that's, I mean, that's kind of the conclusion of, of, of JB's question. And that's, that's really the hardest question for you. That was one of the biggest ones for you. So uh, I'll let you ask me the, the next one. Oh yeah. <clears> this <throat> is your elephant. The rest of these will be pretty quick and easy, but the, yeah, these first two were the zingers, bro. I don't think it's zingers. I don't think it's zingers. Well, they're, they're the harder questions to answer. The rest of these are pretty, pretty simple. It's something I've talked about. Um, you have talked about this before, but p- people always ask, like, I- I'm going to actually make this a two-part. Okay, go ahead. Because there's a second part that I always see people ask. Okay, go ahead. So it's, do you miss working with Tim? And <sighs> will you ever work, like, do you ever see yourself doing anything with him again? And I've, I've seen people ask this multiple 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 times i i can i guess i can ask answer this and i think that part of this answer kind of lives in the past and then i can answer the other i I just really do i think i miss who he was and kind of who we were you know if you would so i think what we did on youtube in particular was just magic i really think it was amazing um i think it's who we were not who we are today and we're both very very different and that's what happens to friendships that grow apart and everything else like that 
Um, also, if there's any kind of animosity or anything bad that happened between us, uh, I'm a man, and uh, I like to believe I'm a class act, so that stays between men. So that's something that we keep between us, you know. And uh, quite frankly, I haven't talked to Tim for about three years now. I haven't seen him or talked to him in about three years. Uh, and uh, we're no longer friends. We don't talk. We don't have we don't have friend groups either. We don't have guys that that are friends with him that are friends with me and, and what have you. So uh, I took a pretty big hard distance on that, you know, when I started here. Uh, we are competitors. That's just a that's just a fact. Um, but uh, I don't wish I'll, t- I'll tell you this much. I don't wish him any ill will or anything like that. I don't want his his life to fall apart or anything else like that or his business to hurt or, or anything else like that. So uh, but I don't feel um, uh, I, I don't feel like I, I miss him necessarily. I think that you filled a pretty big void that um, his absence was for a very long time. Um you know, as far as, you know, having a kind of a co-host, somebody smoke cigars with to go over cigars with and everything else like that. Um, and I, it's funny cause I don't, I don't think that I, I think that's more like a happenstance. I don't think I, I put pressure on you to do that. I kind of wanted you to be on the show with me for a little bit to kind of, kind of do this cause you had a really good palate. Uh, and it's kind of developed into that, but even, even what we do isn't what Tim and I did with, you know, Tim Bradley cigar review back in the day. Yeah. It's very so. different. I'm, I'll be honest, it's hard for me to make myself look like an idiot. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It, it may seem a lot of times like I'm way more serious on the podcast or on videos than I normally am. Yeah. Um, yeah. And some of the times when I'm not serious, they get edited out because I'm just ridiculous, <laughs> which a is probably times, more realistic. There's, there's more editing out of you than anything I do. Yeah. Like in the in the thing. I, I, yeah, I'm, I, not, I'm I, not a stiff, but like, you know, they... You know, when when we're on these, especially the podcast, a lot of times we're talking about topics that I I, I find very, uh, you know, I, I take take some of them very seriously, especially right, as right, it pertains right. to to reaching out to people, right? So sure, some sure. of that I don't really want to make jokes about. But. Well, yeah, yeah. So I mean, but I I don't think that um, you know, yeah. It, it just to answer that question, yeah, I don't I don't I don't necessarily miss Tim. Uh, I miss I sometimes I look fondly back in the day of you know the videos we did back in the day and I think about those times and everything it was really fun it was really new and exciting we did something really new with YouTube and I thought it was pretty cool so um but that was then this is now will we ever work together again probably not I I don't see that anywhere in our future you know at all whatsoever so um I've got my life and you know I think I think somebody asked me this the other day I think I think we're both better you know, apart, if yeah. you would, than we are, you know, we are together and stuff like that. So, well, and, and I've, I've moved on, dude. I got stuff to do. Completely and different like, businesses, man. Yeah, completely. Like, yeah. We, like, run ours, we run ours very differently yeah. than they do. Yeah. So, and I, th- I think that's important, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I'm not, I'm not an apologist about it or anything like that. Like, I'm not going to sit here and, you know, try to, try to do everything. So it's, but it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. Moved on and, you know, I'm happy to do so. So I, I, I move on. That's one of those things that I move on really quickly from. So. That's just kind of how it is, and we move on, dude. You know, it's kind of what it is. Yeah. But I get asked constantly because oh, I know, yeah. because I know we had a, I know we had a big. Uh, sorry, I'm trying to light my cigar as I'm talking. Um, I know we had a big impact on the cigar industry and on YouTube and stuff like that. So, people people are asking, people are asking constantly about that, and you know, and people when they come into town go to both our shops and mm-hmm. say I just came from here I'm going I, there next I will and, tell them where Tim's shop is sure I'm, yeah. you know it's yeah. it's it's weird mm-hmm. I've never met him I'm not really a part of I'm guilty by association right sure. like sure but um 
you know, I'm not ashamed to tell somebody that's out from out of town and says, hey, like, I'm I'm also looking to probably stop by Tim's shop. Like, mm-hmm. where is it? I thought yeah. it used to be up here. Yeah. I'm like, not nah, moved, but yeah. it's over there. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, it's, yeah, you I know. Yeah, I do the same thing, too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not a hater, and I don't, I don't think that, but, you know, um, and I wish him all the best of luck when he's doing, and, you know, and, and moreover, being a good father and a good husband, you know, is, I, I hope something that, you know, comes out of, Maybe our time together, if I had any kind of influence on him, you know, in, in that regard. So, um, which I'm, well, sure, I'm I know, sure he is. So, I know yeah. that had, and just real quick, you know, we'll go on to number two. I know that, just so people understand, I know that through our relationship, we you've even mentioned that you've you've learned from your relationship with Tim. Oh, yeah, dude. So, yeah, so, there, oh, yeah. you know, so there's uh, definitely. A hundred percent. Yeah, I've learned what to do and what not to do in, 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 in managing you. Versus what I've done, what I did with uh, Tim. So meaning like there's there mistakes I made or what have you. I definitely, um, yeah, I definitely learned a lot, you know, in, in that regard. And I take ownership of those things, man. I really do. So there's, there's, you know, I'm human. I make mistakes and everything else like that. And being young and, and, and ha- running a business and everything like that. And, and he's a lot of good stuff, man. So I, I don't take, I don't take anything away from what he did, man. He's, and he's a, he's a, he's a, very, very, very talented individual, incredibly talented individual. So I'm not going to take anything away from there, you know, but I'll just leave it at that. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super uncomfortable with the question. I figured. I'm super uncomfortable with the question. I hate the question. I really do. Yeah. I get, I get really angry about the question. Yeah. So. Really? Oh, totally, dude. I, I hate the question because I feel like people are just drumming up. I think people want to see drama and they want to create drama where it can be created. And well, it's, and people. People, people's brains fill in the gaps, right? They're right. looking for an answer that they're just never going to get because it's not really any of their business. Right. Um, I, I think, but I think that people feel like they, des- one of they the, deserve it. Yeah. yeah. Some people think that because they watch a YouTube pairing or something like that, whether it was, you know, Mike and Mike in the morning when they split and other people like that when they split, they do. Even a local station here, there was, I, I watch a, uh, it used to be called Doug and Wolf and it was yeah. uh, Doug Franz and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and Doug, Wolf, Ron Wolfley. What happened, dude? What's the drama? Yeah. They want to know what that stuff and is. And now I see Doug trying to do his own thing and right. it's just awful, but like right. them together was so good. Yeah. A hundred percent. And I think what happens is people just like drama, and they and I I think I mean to to both to the credit of, you know him and I I don't think we talk about it, you know, and I don't I don't talk about it, you mm-hmm. know. So and I don't know what he says or what anything like that, and I don't. And here's the other thing too: I don't read a lot of my own social media. I don't like go when someone tells me, "Hey, this person's talking about you on social media and stuff like that." I don't go look at it. I don't go read oh, about it. As far it. as like other channels or threads outside of the right, YouTube right, and, and and emails. Right. Yeah, and they're like, you should go read this. I just don't. I don't read anything about who who I am or or anything else like that because I don't think those people know me, and so why would I care about their opinion? You know, so I I just really don't. So like when they're like, hey, there's a threat. I mean, I got. A, I woke up in the morning one time to somebody calling me saying, uh, somebody just posted this really long thread about how you're a fake and a fraud or something like that, and I was like, okay, who who are they? And I knew of the guy. I don't know who he is. I don't. I don't think he knows me. You know, and uh, and he just he just said that, and I was like, well, why would I care? I don't know who the person is, you know, that kind of thing. And I'm sure that nobody else really did. Well, uh, we'll we'll go on to number two here next. Here, question number two. All right, so I I, th- I think I think we get the idea on that one, man. Let's okay. uh let's let's go on to the second set of questions here. Number two for you, for me here. Oh, sorry, I was smoking my cigar, the brand new uh. Dark Prince. 
Potentially. I think it's going to be it, dude. I like it. What do you think so far? I don't know. I, I keep letting it go out. Too I much do too. going on right I now. I do too. I do too. Uh, what, what's the first cigar that you smoked and have you smoked it again recently? That's your question. Oh, that's me. I'm sorry. Okay, there it is. <laughs> what did you do before working at Zeal? Uh, I mean, directly before working for Zeal? Because I think that's pretty obvious. Okay. I mean, it was, pr- it was pretty, pretty mentioned that I worked for Apple. For, okay. for many years. What did you do for Apple? Tell people what you did for Apple. Uh, I just basically worked in-store tech support. You're an Apple genius bar tech. Yeah. Yeah, for about five and a half years. And you're you're very good with computers. Um, and you're techie. I can be. Uh, it's just like anything, man. It's a skill, right? Like the, the more you polish it, the more, you know, the shinier it is. I'm not polishing that skill right now, so I'm probably not as good as, it, as I was two years ago. But I, I am I'm good with... Problem solving. I solve problems. Let me tell you this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk about Justin here for a second in front of him. My favorite thing is when we're on or he's on the phone with tech. <laughs> I hate it when you try to get me to call is, somebody. This is hysterical because he'll, he'll do everything he can short of killing somebody to not get on the phone with tech support anywhere. And so because he's he's had the job before, he knows pretty much what to do. There's just one item that's missing somewhere that he can't figure out. And uh you know, I've I've seen him literally just go nuts on the phone with tech. You know, especially if like our register breaks down or something like that, or software isn't updated, or something goes wiry. It just you're like, oh my gosh, got to call these people and be well, on the phone. Yeah, it's because so. I literally will. I'll I'll pull up the, the troubleshooting steps myself. Like I know how to find those. Right. It's like it, it, so one time with Apple, I, I I sent him something and I was like, hey, here's every single step that I did. And I literally sent it to him. We're almost word for word the way that they'll read it in their own guide because I worked there for six years. Mm-hmm. I know what it looks like. I know what it says. Yeah. And I said, I already did steps one through five in your troubleshooting, but I can't remember where to go from there. Can you continue through this? And so she's like, okay, well, I'm going to need you to go through all these steps. I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I already did all those. That's an hour's worth of time. I need yeah. you to start on step blank on this chart and tell me what it says for A and B so that I know what to do next. And she was like, and I was like, can I just tell you that I was in, I was a technician for six years? Like, can you please just, I don't have access to the, that information anymore and I'm, I need your help to let me know what to do next in your troubleshooting. Did, did she cut down the steps and tell you? No, she didn't have access to those. Oh my gosh. She had to send me to a tier two tech, oh. which is, which is fine. Tier, tier one technicians are, are not there to, they're there, to, they're there to fix easy issues. They're not there to dive into deep stuff. So technically if they can't do it in 20 minutes, they're not supposed to do it. Okay. Okay. That's fair. So, so go ahead and ask me my next question. Now we know what you did before. Go ahead. Uh, yeah. So you already asked yourself kind of, what was the first cigar that you smoked and have you smoked it recently? My first cigar was the acid Cuba Cuba and I have not smoked it recently. I haven't smoked in probably about a year or two. Um, it's not one of my favorite cigars anymore. Uh, it was when I smoked it, I really enjoyed it. It's what got me into cigars. So I had it, I'd started this group and, uh, it, it was kind of a men's a guys thing and it was cool and it was awesome. It was kind of like a, a frat with fight club and Jesus thrown in there. It was pretty fun. Um, and at, after the first season, uh, a buddy of mine brought me a Asakuba Cuba and smoked this with me. And so we smoked it and it was great. It was in Ohio and it was awesome. And, um, but after that I started smoking cigars that w- didn't taste like grandpa's cologne and grandma's potpourri, <laughs> you know? So, uh, acid's really unique. I mean, there's a few acids I like the rest of them are kind of, you know, they got that botanical kind of weird taste and smell. Um, 
And after you've been smoking cigars a long time, uh, you kind of don't get a taste for that much anymore. So I do like the Deadwoods. Like the, I like the tabacs, you know, some coffee sticks, you know, the PDR coffee, things like that. I don't prefer to ask a Cuba Cuba. You know, I probably won't smoke it again for a very long time. So uh, occasionally I pull it out to remind myself, uh, this is why I don't smoke flavored cigars. Often. <laughs> yeah, often, right? Yeah, um, yeah. Do me a favor. When you ask me this next one, do number four because you have four and three as the exact same question for both of us. Okay. And I'd rather answer that at the same time. So go to four on mine. Okay. What is something about Brad that pisses you off? <laughs> What's something that, that you admire? Go yeah. ahead. Yeah, dude. What, what pisses you off, bro? Go ahead. Say something. I, I think you know this already because I've said it before. Okay. Um, yeah, go ahead and say I'm, it again. I'm really... If I get worked up about something... Uh, it's for a pretty damn good reason. Brad, Brad's really, I'm really chill and Brad has to like slow down sometimes. So there's times <laughs> where like, well, for, for example, like we'll get a, we'll get a fresh batch of like cigars in and I'm like, and he's like, dude, we got to put it up on the website right now. And I'm like, Hey man, they just got off the truck homes. I don't even know if any of them are broken. <laughs> like, you know, let me look at them, bro. Let me count them and make sure we have all of them, bro. Or like, uh, or like, I'll be, um, I'll be gone on like a, a weekend or something, yeah. and he'll come in on a Saturday, and something will happen to pop in on Saturday, and before I even get a chance to come in, he's like, "Hey, by the way, I put these up on the website, and it's doing this and that," and I'm like, "Bro, I ain't even been there yet. I ain't even created a label for it. I don't have anything in the register for that yet." Yeah, I, I do. I, I do have to slow down around you sometimes, like because I, I do want to. I just, I mean, it's, it, it's, it's in you, my, you, it's in my you nature. You think a lot very quickly. Yeah, I do. Yeah, and and yeah. you have. You have yeah. visions, you have big visions, right. you have big ideas, and, and you right. want to move on them. Right. And that's right. not a bad thing. Sure, sure. But there's times where I'm like, dude, I just need you to take a deep breath and slow down for a second. It'd be yeah. all right. That's true. That's true. I can I can own that. I can own every single part of that, to be to be frank. Okay. Uh, as far as, like, something I admire, um, I, I would have to say that, like, um, man... He has to think hard about this one. Well, I—that's I, <laughs> a big question, man. Um, because there's a lot actually. Oh. Um, okay, so you're getting serious on this one, huh? Okay. Yeah, that's a hard one, bro. Okay, so so Justin's getting emotional about this. Is this 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 is not where I saw this going at all? I thought this is a little a little bit easier. It's what? what it, why is that? Why is it so emotional for you? It's very hard to find people. Uh huh. <clears throat> That generally have it in their DNA to build people up around them. Yeah, I get that. Bro. I have never felt unappreciated here. Mm -hmm. Um, if anything, I've felt like I've become a better person for being here, mm -hmm. right? Um, and it's hard to find that. It's hard to find that in people that I've been friends with for twenty years. Mm -hmm. It's hard to find that in people that are your family members. Yeah. Your cousins, your brothers, your sisters, right? Like those are the people that are are doing it because they're your blood, right? Like mm -hmm. but to find that extra step of somebody that like genuinely wants to build people up. Mm. I appreciate that. That's man. what I admire. Yeah, dude. I appreciate that. That I mean what I see that you guys don't see is uh a man that I respect across from me literally eyes red and because that question touched him so deeply. So I, I really appreciate that, man. I mean, that's that's real. And I, I really do appreciate that. 
I didn't expect that. I expected it to be like, you know, I expect your ability, uh, your ability to taste cigars so emphatically and to take a good a jab when I'm wrong. So. <laughs> but that's, I appreciate that's that, just yeah. something extra that we're blessed to be able to have and do. Yeah, it is. It is. Something, but to be able yeah. to have like to have it in your DNA to genuinely like like how many people out there can literally say that like they purposely look themselves in the mirror every single day and go, how can you be better? And how can you make everybody else better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even when those people are looking you in your eye and telling you that you're shit. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Instead of writing them off, you're looking yourself in the mirror and going, how do I make that person not think I'm shit? Mm-hmm. Right? Like, that's a big, yeah, that's a big. And I've seen you do that with many people in this building, mm-hmm. dude. Many yeah. people. Yeah. It's, it's, uh, it's been a, that, that's why I think zeal feels more like, um, it's weird, man. We do run a business, but we also run like a weird, uh, I don't know, encouragement center. <laughs> it's weird. Uh, I, I, I mean, there's, there's people I, ge- I genuinely don't like to be around because I feel like they just bring me down. And so I try to isolate myself from those kind of people. Um, and they're getting they, more and more and more obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and then there's people that like, that respond to positive encouragement and respond to like, you know, um, I don't want to be built up or whatever have you. Um, and we've seen that too. That's, that's been a really cool thing with, you know, a lot of people around here. So, um, it's like, it's like, think of all the football coaches you've had in your life. Do you know how many different coaches I've had in my life? Yeah. I've had about four or five. I've Mm -hmm. had way more. I've had, I've had a different coach every year, you think, right? Eighth mm-hmm. grade, I have a different coach. Mm-hmm. Soft, seventh grade, different basketball coach. And then I have a different football, baseball, track coach. Next mm-hmm. year, different bo- football, baseball, track coach, right? Football, mm-hmm. baseball, track coach, right? So, like, I can honestly say that, like, out of 12 years of sports, right? Like, mm-hmm. we'll, 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 call it, we'll call it eight, right? We'll call it eight. Yeah. We'll call it eight years of of. of school athletics and and, and college athletics, right? Mm -hmm. I can honestly say that out of all the coaches, I've maybe had four or five that I could tell you were there because they had that same DNA in them because Mm. they were there to make people better. Yeah. Not because they were there because, um, dude, when when I see a coach right on their resume, they want to be there for the love of the game. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. If I'm ever an athletic director and your reason for wanting to be a basketball coach is for the love of the game, take a seat. You're not in my gym. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everybody I, yeah. loves the game. Right. You don't get into coaching if you You need love to be it. here for a bigger reason than you love the game. Right. I, I think that's the transcendent. That's obviously where my faith comes in because, like, that's the transcendence, you know, to just the mundane that you deal with every single day. I mean, we, we our mundane is pretty exciting because we smoke cigars and we get a chance to review. And I'll be, I'll be on Shirtless Mike's show tonight around 430 mm. talking with him. Um, I might take my shirt off just to just to relate to him or something like that. So, you guys don't want to see that. Trust me. So, so tune out. Um, I'm not supposed to go home but, at five, but if you do that, I am. I <laughs> but I mean, like, so it's uh, there's there there. I just I I do believe in that man, and I, I'm probably trying to make up for lost time because I don't know that I was the best at building people up all my life. And uh, it, we I, we I don't think, we don't know what we don't know, bro. Right. And then right. once, but but it but it's been in your DNA. Yeah. I mean, you okay? You say you don't know that you've been doing that your whole. I'm gonna I'm on a, I'm on a, you got me on a soapbox real quick. Okay. But yet, when did you become a pastor? About twenty. Well, I guess. Uh, Ninety five. Okay. Ninety five. I, I was five years old. 
Okay. In my eyes, you've been building people up since I was five years old, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 true. Ninety five. Ninety five. Jeez, old Pete, that's a long time. Yeah. Yeah, ninety five. So yeah. when you look at that, like how many other people are building people up in their twenties? They're selfish. They're worried about building themselves up and, and getting this and getting that and getting money and getting cars and getting girls and getting yeah, this. That's something that's something that I was. Yeah, and, and yeah, to a point. I know we talk about that a lot too. I was clout chasing in track for my whole life. Everybody told me I couldn't run track. You can't be a sprinter. Yeah. So my whole goal was to do whatever I could to prove everybody to shove it, you know? Yeah, that it's it's a weird I don't know, man. It's it's a weird it's a weird thing because I don't know. I I think I think God is most satisfied in me when when I glorify him the best by building people around me. Mm. Uh, that's what I think. I, I, I really feel like that's that's something that's just a plan something John Piper said a long time ago, but I think that's a big that's a big I feel I feel God's pleasure, I feel God's joy, you know, when I can build somebody up or somebody has a bad day and it's simple as getting them a cigar and they enjoy it. Man, it makes me just giddy. It yep. does. I walk away going, man, that's great. I'm glad you enjoyed that cigar. And they come back and they call you and they say, that cigar was amazing, dude. I'm like, thank you so much. Did you make that cigar? Did you hand roll that cigar? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> I just yeah, sold you the cigar, bro. You know, so it, it's uh, it's fun. But they, they come back for that um, that encouragement, that positive, you know, uh, I don't know what it is, man. Maybe it's, a, like you said, DNA or something like that. But hopefully, uh, in all honesty, hopefully they see Jesus in me and, and they get a chance to check out Jesus for themselves, you know, one day. That's my that's my goal and hope. Well, it so. kind of leads us to number three for you, which is mm-hmm. which is uh, something that people ask you is, what is something in your faith that you question? Oh, geez. Yeah, I didn't like that question. Um, yeah, because there's not a lot. There's okay. Not, there's not a lot I question because I think when it comes to Christianity and it comes to understanding the Bible and everything, there's a lot of facts there. I, there just is. I um, think my biggest question I think would be just, just throwing it out there and this will give people a little bit more insight to like what I believe too. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was hearing how the books that were chosen to be put into the Bible and hearing about some of the ones that aren't in there and things like that. Yeah. It would be really interesting to, to know more about, um, like the book of Enoch and things like yeah, that. Yeah, in 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 finding out, you know, like uh you know, were those the best selections? Did they make the right decision? I don't know, dude. There was a five five hundred people making those decisions, you know, back then. Yeah, it, it's it's interesting about that. I, I think I because I've I've done so much of the research in the trust and, yeah. and I and that's part of my education. Um yeah, I kind of trust the history on it, knowing that like how it was done was so rigorous. And the people making the decision were so emphatic on. Yeah, we had making, a big conversation yeah. about this the other day, which is why I brought it up. Yeah, making making it very rigorous for you know the, the people who make the decisions about that. You know, are were firsthand accounts of, of Jesus and what have you. We're talking about the New Testament, not the Old Testament. Right, 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 right. Agrees right. on so, uh, but the New Testament in particular. So, um, yeah, that that. Do we need to pause? Yeah. Okay, let's pause. So basically, I, I trust the process. Okay. You know, a little bit more, um, you know, in, in that regard. There's, there, there is a confounding thing about my faith I don't understand. There's actually two things. Okay. Um, one, God's grace doesn't make sense to me. Like, it doesn't make sense that he's so graceful, but he is. So it doesn't, it's not fair, and I'm glad that's not fair, because if it was fair, none of us would be here. Um, 
that's the first thing. Then I think that the predestination free will aspect of everything. I knew it. Yeah, it's I'm, just I it's, was actually thinking that in my head as I was just sitting here. Right. Yeah. Like I understand all that, and I understand the ins and outs of it. I lean heavily towards more a Calvinistic, you know, mindset on that. Um, uh, I wouldn't call myself four point Calvinist or anything like that. I don't think anybody is anymore. Um, but I, in the same right, it's still confounding and confusing, you know, for me uh, in that. So it's just something I wrestle with, you know. All I can, everything else is not really hard to explain. I think there's, there's there's things that are mysterious, but things that I don't. I necessarily come to that I actually doubt. I'm not sure how to work out. Those are the two factors that I come down to all the time. There's plenty of things that are mysterious. I mean, the Trinity. I mean, Augustine said, if you don't believe the Trinity, Trinity, you lose your faith. If you try to understand the Trinity, you lose your mind. Mm. You know. So I mean, like I, I mean, there's just there's factors about God that I mean, He's so much, He's so so much bigger than us that our minds are never going to comprehend Him. So, and I'm okay with that mystery. All right. So this next one's the same for both of us. Okay. What is it? Uh, it'd be number three on my list. All right. Desert City. Or, no, no, sorry, Desert City. That's the church you go to, Desert City Church. <laughs> uh, Desert Island cigars, whiskey, and foods. You can pick only one. Mm. Desert Island. Desert Island cigar, Desert Island food, Desert Island whiskey. Only one food item, only one whiskey, and only one cigar. So is this like only one food item the whole time I'm there or yep. just one total just, piece of food? Just one. No, one food item the whole time you're there. You eat this all the time. Okay. Man, that's hard. Um, man. I think for the cigar, I'd have to go with something big. I think I'd go with like the Ogre. Like the 880 Ogre. You can have as many as you want, but it just has to be that same cigar. I would just, I would just smoke big 880 ogres the whole <laughs> really? time. Yeah. Okay. All right. And then I would probably, uh, probably a bottle of like, uh, like Knob Creek, just like Hunter Proof or something. It's pretty, pretty, pretty even keel, you know? Okay. Pretty go to. All right. All right. Mine's nothing like yours, but good. And then uh, I would say, what's uh, your food, dude? What's your food? Dude, I don't know, man. I, I could eat pizza every day. I probably eat pizza. Oh, my God. That's I easy. Love pizza, dude. It's too easy. I love pizza. So what about you, dude? Desert Island cigar, whiskey, food. The cigar is the hardest, to be honest with you, because <laughs> yeah. we have so many. We smoke so many. Um, I will say, uh, whiskey, um, Angel's Envy Rye. Yeah, you do Pretty like easy. you like the rye. I like the rye a lot. Okay, yeah. I haven't had the rye uh, yet. Angel's Envy Rye and the uh, food lasagna. Lasagna, I dude. I love lasagna. Going dude. full Garfield. Yeah, dude, we're going Garfield in this one. So lasagna, and then finally uh, the cigar. <laughs> I mean, the best cigar I could smoke forever. I mean, that's really hard. I I think, you know, the CLE Corojo? Yeah. I had that, and I couldn't believe how good it was. Yeah? It's sweet, and or the or the Winwood Hills Corojo. Those, both those Corojos, see, they're not so strong that I get sick of them. Mm. They're not so light that they're uninteresting. It's kind of right in the middle there. So I like that creamy, sweet. Got a little bit of kick of spice in there, that CLE Corojo. I really like that a lot. I just Ooh. think CLE, I think Christian Arroyo just makes some incredible banger you cigars. Know, you know what I just thought of? What? I wouldn't mind if the only cigar I had to smoke was the extra Añejo. Oh, from... Uh, from Fuente. From Fuente? Yeah. Okay. That's a good cigar. I know. Yeah, yeah, the extra Añejo. Yeah, the Fuente Añejo. That's a good one. Yeah, I mean, the Angel Share on that one, too. I mean, it's that was too easy to put that together with... Uh, 
Uh, the Opus X Angel Share, that was one of my favorite Opus X. Yeah. It really was, you know, but it's too easy to put together with that whiskey with Angel's Envy. Um, I could probably I, do like a McAuliffe A. Yeah, I like McAuliffe A, so that's not a bad one. But if I can have any cigar I want, you know, for the rest of my life, yeah, yeah I mean, that. Are, I mean, I'm just thinking I want a medium one because I don't want to get sick of it. That's why I, I went with the ogre, man. It's yeah. always fun to smoke that. It you is. go the giant one, dude. You cut it in half. Just smoke half of it. You know, whatever. You could, but see, that's the thing, man. You have you, anytime you want. You could light a fire, signal fire with that freaking stick, dude. You could beat a, somebody you with could it. Use as a torch in the cave. If you had to, that's what I'm saying, know. bro. See that type stuff. So going 880, bro. All right, let's go to the last one. Let's go to the last one. Greatest, greatest win so far in life. You skipped one. Did I really? Which one did I skip? Number five. What's number five? Oh, for you. What does your wife think about you working in cigars, smoking cigars, any health concerns that she has? Uh, if she has health concerns, she hasn't mentioned it. Okay. Um, but I do have a pretty good life insurance policy, so <laughs> she's probably not really worried about that. Okay. Um, as far as... Uh, that was weird. It was like trying to edit the note as I was looking. It's like editing the note as it's looking at it right now. It's weird. Uh, what is happening? Yeah, the note is actually... Do you have the audio thing turned on right now? Oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, my okay. goodness. There it is. Weird. This, this is why I don't work in tech anymore, because I have to go home and beat my punching bag instead of people like Brad. I know, it's crazy. Uh, so uh, what does she think about me working in the in cigars? Um, I, you know, I, I don't know. She doesn't, mm-hmm. she doesn't have a problem with it as far as like... Um, mm-hmm. The fact that it's cigars doesn't bother her, right? Okay. Like she's, okay. she probably hates that like my mouth isn't always like clean. You know, you try to do the best you can when you go home to take care of that with mouthwash and if brushing I, and I stuff. Can, if I can dig deep on this, I think what people want to know is what does she think about Zeal cigars? Because we have kind of a reputation. So what does she think about you working here with Zeal? Um, so I'm not saying that reputation is bad. I'm just saying like, what does she think about that? Yeah, I, I don't know. Never really asked her, like, what's your opinion on my job? You know? Yeah, that's good. Okay. Not really something I felt, you know, I needed to ask. Yeah, yeah. That's um, good. Well, there you go. That You don't know. That's fine. But, yeah, I mean, she, I mean, it, I'll put it this way, right? Like, I made this this change for very specific reasons to to, um, to be better at home and mm-hmm. have more time at home and be more available on weekends and not have a, a job in a life that was planned three weeks out in advance and had zero yeah. control over. So I think, I think generally, I think she would say that it, you know, it's been a good thing. Okay. Okay. Um, you had number five for you was uh, the best job you had outside of cigars. I think working in the auto industry, I really liked it. Yeah. Yeah. I like, you talk I like about car- that a lot. I like cars. I like the people I worked with. All I like turtles. Are. Yeah. I like turtles. I like turtles. Um, I, I, I enjoyed the auto industry a lot just by nature of the fact that I like a challenge. I was a really good producer in it too. So I made some money. Um, I, I, I was a, a service guy for Chevy Ford and Hyundai and, uh, Hyundai was probably my favorite for the people. Uh, Chevrolet was my second for the people. And then Ford, I don't know if I liked anybody there, you know, um, <laughs> although I, I, I worked with some good ones. I really liked them, but as a whole, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it. Um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, as, as far as, you know, the, the auto industry was fun cause I got a chance to, you know, see cars, work with people and stuff like that. I work with people. I was not a renter, you know, I was a service manager or a service advisor or whatever you want to call it too. So I did that kind of stuff. I sold the services and everything. So I enjoyed it a lot, you know, 
So I, I had a great time. So okay. I'm, I was really hard and really grilling. I mean, was, I was up at five o'clock in the morning, four in the morning to get to the gym at five, to shower at six, to get to the dealership at seven, and then get home by eight. And then did it up, did that six days a week. And it was just, it was grueling, dude. Just absolutely grueling. So made some good money, but it wasn't worth it. It just wasn't worth it. Okay. Yeah. But good friendships because you're with those people all day. Yeah. You know, big shout out to a guy named Yari. I don't know if you li- li- listen to it. Yari's a good guy. Henry is a good guy that I still know. Keep it. Jose. These are just guys that keep in contact those, with me. Two of those have been in here. Yeah, they have. They have. Uh, they're good people too, man. They really are. So, um, yeah, I've had a great, I had a great time in that. So, so you, uh, you had a bonus question on here. What is, I don't, I'm not, am I, I'm looking at the same list. What's, what's the bonus Six. question? Oh, greatest wins and losses in life so far. Okay. That's for both of us. So let's start with a win. What, what's, what's one of your greatest wins so far? Man, I don't know, dude. Like life's still early for me, man. Like, you know, I'm just but getting you're a third. You're a third of the way through it. I mean, age wise. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm a slow, I'm so, a slow bloomer as far as it goes to like, of that kind of stuff, right? But so far, what's been a good a good win? You're like, man, I mean, this, Mary, this is a good win. Being able to uh, find somebody that I felt comfortable marrying, okay. like that's a big win for me, right? Like, okay. um, Lauren, Lauren's a big. Yeah, win. I'm okay. not a very, I'm like a cactus, man. Like, you don't have to take care of me much. I'll still be okay. Like, I'll I'll grow. I'm a little prickly. Like, um, <laughs> I like that. I like the heat. Yeah. Uh, you know, but, um, you know, anybody who, anybody who, who can navigate around those, 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 those spines and those pricks, like that's, that's really hard to find. Big shout out. That's cool. So that's I, cool. I would say that that's one of the, the, one of my life's biggest wins so far. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can't not say my wife after that. I just, that's just, I mean, I feel like I have to say that, you know, at this point but that goes without saying, cause my wife's a good win and I know it. And so, um, She's a saint. Uh, outside of my wife, uh, <laughs> I don't want to say my kids because I think it's people always go to their wife and their kids super easy. Um, you know, I think there are certain people. This is this is really interesting. I heard this from some other people the other day. I think this is an ability that I have that not a lot of guys my age have. This is an ability I have that not a lot of guys. So um, I can relate to younger people very easily. And if you don't know who I am or you just listen to the podcast, you don't know that I'm, I have gray hair. For example, uh, the other day I was on playing Warzone, and I was trying to find you because you were hopefully sometimes you're on. You're, you weren't off. I was on playing wars and all my kids were in bed and Jamie were asleep. And it was like 10 o'clock at night. And I'm like, I'm bored of watching YouTube videos and nothing's on TV. So, you know, I'm just going to go ahead and play some war zone and go to sleep. So I usually play for about an hour because I get frustrated and I quit. I rage quit all the time. It's just, this is how it goes. I'm like, I'm done. I hate this game. Well, when you're playing by yourself, if you're not a, if you're not a solo player, yeah. like I'm a solo player, I'll play solos all day long. I won't. I like, um, to, I like playing it. It's yeah. hard to play yeah. with random people. So, so I started getting into the squad. This, these, these same people have been, contacted me continually and uh so they they're like did you get our our clan inviter is it a clan invite or group invite or something yeah something like that so i'm I'm in this thing now right this group or whatever so playing and uh we got in the the conversation about what do you do and i said well i'm a youtuber and you know i have a cigar retail shop i review cigars i have a podcast like that and they went and watched me 
as it was weird hearing it through the headphones as they're watching the videos. <laughs> and uh, one of them was a girl. It was the it was the wife of one of the guys that we were playing with. Okay, and they were young, like twenty. I played with them with you before. I don't know. I, don't, I think I have. Okay, a husband and wife. Yeah. I remember that. I don't remember. I, I don't remember. Um, but so, so they said because these are people that are fairly fairly new to me. I'd say in the last month or so, uh, I played with them a couple times, and they tend to get on the same time I do. So they, um, and I don't play long, and it always makes them frustrated. I think so. If they listen to this, I'm really sorry because I because they they'll play for like hours, and I'll play for like an hour. I'm just I'm frustrated. and I get off, um, but I try to get better. So long story short, um, the girl's like, "Wow, you you're you're older." And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm like 48." She's like, "Holy crap!" And, they, and the guys just start laughing hysterically, and they're like, "We all thought you were like 30 or 20 something." You know, I'm like, "Really? Why why are you saying that? You just sound young, dude." So I, I think it's interesting, like, I don't feel like I'm even 48. I feel like I'm 20-something still. Uh, but in the same right, I am older. You know, I, I do have a lot more, like, experience like that. So it's interesting how even our conversations get on to, like, things about fatherhood and things like that, even playing a video game, you know, which is just Dude, crazy. So I, I'm going to throw this out there, right? Because I think you sold yourself a little short. Okay. Dude, you're a successful business owner, man. That's yeah. a big win. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, I enjoy it. That's a win. I don't. Yeah, but success in my mind is different than just getting. I mean, I think I, I think I can do anything for money, and that's not to sell my right. Like, you have skills that you can go make money that don't involve being here. Right, hundred percent. I get it. Um, and so much more money, I believe. Oh, yeah. Much more money. Um, so, uh, this is family. This is enjoyment. This is great. I love it, and it is successful. Don't get me wrong. So, like, I'm not trying to take away from that, but um, this is also something I do with people. That's true. You so know? it's not a personal yeah, yeah, win as much as it is. Yeah. If I didn't have you guys here, I, I, I wouldn't want to do it, you know, to be quite frank. I have to have people with me that I want to do something with in order to accomplish what I want to accomplish, particularly in this genre of work, you know. So, um yeah, it makes it a lot, it makes it a lot more fun to come into work and, and do, what's, do what's going on. I just – I. I'm telling you what, man, I like coming in to a job that's fun and enjoyable. I really do. I don't like going in and just grueling work that's frustrating and everything else like that. Even though you got to do that sometimes in life for money, you know, you just do. Yeah. So I've, I've been there. So, um, but yeah, so that's my, that, I guess that's a good, that's a good, yeah, successful businessman. That's cool. I, I don't think I'm, I don't think, I don't think I'm a businessman at all. Dude, I I'm, don't, I'm kind of having trouble with the second part of this question though. Greatest loss? Yeah. Like, I don't really know how to categorize that. Yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know why I put down loss. I just put down. But that, that was one of the questions people are asking. Is like, what's something that, what's what's one of your greatest losses that you've experienced? And I'm like. Like, like loss as far as like, I'm you, thinking like, like something disappeared, somebody passed away. You look, you're talking failures. I think failure is what they're looking for. Uh, I immediately went to like passing away. That's what I went to in my head when you said that. Like, what's your greatest loss? I think my Uncle Jimmy. You know, he was he was like a second father to me. Um, my cousins and I were real close growing up, very much like your your cousin Brad. Yeah, my cousins and I were real clo- close growing up. And uh, when he passed, pretty young, I think he was fifty something. So um, when he passed, it was pretty dramatic. You know, for for my heart and for their heart as well. And uh, it went, it was pretty pretty quick. Okay. Um. So that was because I, I remember like it was yesterday. You know. Um experiencing that with all of my family in the room, the hospital room, you know, and my aunt Jan is a saint, dude. 
you probably, I think you've met her. The, I have actually. Yeah, she, red hair. She did come yeah, through yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Red hair. Um, so it's, yeah, that was a that was a hard loss because I think I think he was a really really great father figure in my life that um, spent many nights at my cousin's having fun doing stupid stuff and all that kind of stuff and now, you know, and he was a facilitator of that. He he it was his house that we did that stuff in. So, and uh, when I passed by, I went back to, I went back to that house uh, last year for Thanksgiving just to see my cousins and see everybody and. Uh, it was, it, it seemed hollow. Yeah. You know, Uncle Jimmy was there and Jam was there and, you know, it was filled with lots of people, but it was just, you know, so, and when I think about that, that's one of the saddest, saddest losses I've had. Yeah. That's one of the saddest losses I have. So that's mine. What about you? And I don't, I've been really fortunate, man. Like I still have all my grandparents, you know, I haven't really lost any close family members. Um, I have, I have lost some like, uh, like I had an uncle mm-hmm. that uh, ended up. Um, he, he wasn't. He, he wasn't uh, honoring his relationship with with his wife, who was my aunt, and uh, ended up. Um, they ended up staying together through through it the first time, but the the next time that something like that happened, my aunt was kind of like done with it. So like I lost an uncle. Um, that kind of sucks, right? Like the. Mm-hmm. Somebody that has such a big impact in your life is then no longer a part of it. And I think a lot of kids see that with divorces and stuff like that, too. Sure, sure. Um, but I, I've been very, very, very lucky as far as life loss goes. But some some of the biggest losses in my life are, um, are, are friends that have taken their own lives. Yeah. Oh, yeah, dude. Uh, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Suicide's horrible, man. It's it's it's. It's bad all around. I, I, I can't. I can't even begin to tell you. One of the hardest funerals I ever had to do was to a young girl that committed suicide at at, at uh, Horizon High School, right over mm-hmm. there. So it was like my second year here in Phoenix, and uh, you know she just she just committed suicide, uh, hung herself in her Dang closet, man. you know, and uh, had to go come you know, come for the parents, and then you know do the the funeral and everything like that. It's just hard when they're teenagers, man, just by nature of the fact that they have so much ahead of them. And you, what could have been never will, yeah. you know, and it's just sad to see a life stuffed out that quickly, you know, um, and, and it, it brings a lot of anger, you know, a lot of anger because it's, uh, it is selfish when, when someone does that and, uh, and it leaves a lot of answers unturned, you know, you're like, what, what in the world, how do we do this and everything else like that, you know, which is very different from natural death or tragic death, you know, if you would, it's still tragic, but you know, in that regard. So, um, but yeah, so I've, I've never... Yeah, I never had I never had to do a funeral so hard hard in my life was that one. Yeah, yeah, and that's the only suicide I ever did. Never did any other suicides, mm. you know. So, um, but it was it was really really hard. So, uh, it's weird to end the podcast on that note. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of a weird one, you know. And it, it, it and this is a weird podcast for us because we're answering questions that you, that have been asked of us all over these different you know, social media avenues. So, um, again, if you guys have any comments, questions, or insults, email us at cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. It's, again, it's one word, cutlightsmokepodcast at gmail.com. And, uh, again, it's kind of a weird podcast because we're just answering questions that were proposed to us. And But thank you for listening. We do value you listening. And next time we're talking about how porn killed masculinity. Whoa. And on that note, We're out of here like last year. Thanks, Hugh.